0: one.
1: Hi, this is Brian of the 2022 Megabowl champion sky busters. And you are listening to the hidden Oaks overdose football fix with Josh and Gar.
0: Thank you very much, Brian. It is Wednesday, August 31st, 2022, four Oh six PM. I am garlic. That is Josh. This is podcast number 103. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I usually do a cold open. I'm usually a little more prepared than this. I don't know. We're still a little rusty. Still a little preseason rust. But uh, I figure we let, you know, we, we, we go back to some of our old roots here. Walters, rock us in, pal. Welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix with your lovely hostesses, Garlic Johnson. We're going to need to take a break here while I change my pants. And
1: Josh Mitchell. Sitting here undefeated in everything I do. Except fantasy football. No, I'm not allowed to handle crayons. <laughs> not after last time. <laughs> <laughs> not after last time. And now,
0: ladies and gentlemen, Garlic and Josh. Woo, here's the part where I say hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix Podcast. I am one of your lovely hostesses, The Garlic Johnson. We are joined, as almost always, by your other lovely hostess, The Joshua Mitchell. Josh, say hi to the folks out there. Hi, folks. Beautiful. All right. Uh, we've got a lovely Discord community if you'd like to join us. Um, it's pretty cool. We've been chatting uh, more and more as football season is upon us here. People are starting to get back into the thing. We have two people listening live in Discord right now as the podcast is being recorded. We also have an email address, hiddenoaksoverdose at gmail.com, or if you'd like to send us voicemails, haven't I don't know how, if we're going to, how much we're going to do that this year, depending on what we do with our podcast, but anchor.fm slash hoodpod is where you can leave us voicemails, and we always appreciate that as well. That's a beautiful website, Josh's Built, overdosecom segment start times. There probably won't be any for this episode, because we're just talking about hoodpod uh, draft grades, but... Uh, and I always got to thank at Mr. Levi Oaking, Levi Oaking, Jesus Christ, Josh, Levi Oakey for the new branding he gave us last year that we... Only if utilized a little bit because we went away from video, and I don't know if we'll ever go to video. We'll see. Maybe, maybe next year. Not this year, though. Uh, Josh, how we doing, pal? We're
1: doing. Had the day off today. Went to the state fair. The don't The Great know Minnesota if I'd Get Together. To work or not? Hmm. Yeah, sure. Not, not a, a big not fan. That
0: great. Why, why'd you go?
1: Because my wife wanted to go, and I like to, you know, be nice to my wife from time to time. She won free tickets only way she would have gotten me to go is if she won free tickets so she probably made that up just to make it seem like she won them uh but yeah i'm not a big fan of spending twenty dollars to walk with a bunch of people that smell bad and eat food that i could eat anywhere else in the world it's just it's state fair food but uh sweet martha cookies overrated disgusting after 15 minutes jesus um, josh you
0: are a grumpy mcgrumperson aren't you
1: yeah well i mean i have to be yeah yeah I mean it was it was an it was an all right day. It was nice to get out, skip work, get to play. Uh I got to hang out with Asher and Nikita and that, that was kind of the only highlight of the state fair, but we could have done that in the backyard and I would have been just as happy. Um <laughs> but uh yeah, it was it was all right. Nikita lost her phone for a solid 15 minutes. Uh she left it at a picnic table in the mm-hmm. middle of the by the grandstand. Um and so we had to retrace her steps. I called it 9 times and finally someone answered and goes Hello, lost phone speaking and <laughs> had a little bit of a panic attack. <laughs> Thought the machines were taking over. Ten
0: out of ten quality
1: from that guy
0: or girl. Yeah, but it
1: was a man. But uh yeah, overall it was it was it's been a good day. I, I ate French fries, cheese curds, uh totboss, um, and then an apple turnover that I uh, that was inside. But yeah, I mean food was okay. How's your, how are you Gar? <laughs> You
0: know, I'm, last week we were a little glum, uh, as I'm sure the people could hear. Uh, we're doing a lot better this week. Um, shout out to anyone who's, uh, I don't know, again, it's not like anything life-threatening or life, really life-altering happened to me, but got a lot of love and uh, support last week, so appreciate everyone. Shout out to my therapist as well. Um... Yeah, I don't know. We're doing a lot better. We're excited for football, Josh. I think I said last week, if there's if there's ever a time for a breakup in the year for me, this would probably be it. Doing podcasts twice a week, doing eighteen fucking fantasy drafts. Uh not eighteen actually, that's that's an exaggeration. Um but yeah, no, we're just excited. We're excited to watch, you know, fifteen hours of football a week, if not more. I'm fucking pumped, dude. I'm honestly fucking pumped for football to be back. And we're what, eight days away from Tampa Bay and is it Tampa Bay and Dallas again, kicking off the season? Or are they playing I don't Sunday? Know. Uh yeah, I think they kick it off on Thursday. I don't know. Someone plays a Thursday night game exactly eight days from now and I am fucking hyped. Uh but with that, Josh, I mean do we you in the note I mean there is a note sheet, I think you just copy and pasted it from last year. Um we will mention the Skybusters for thankfully um sponsoring us, but do we we don't have any content for the Fantasy Zone, so is there anything to do with it, or do we just skip it? No, no, well, we just skip it. All right, but thanks, Skybusters. Thank Sky you, Skybusters, Sky for sponsoring that segment. And I don't, you know, again, I'm not saying the Fantasy Zone will necessarily go away. The Skybusters will obviously sponsor something, but going to this new two pod format, we can't be, you know, like right now we would be five minutes into what a 30 minute pod, and that was a lot of wasted time. So we're gonna we're gonna have to really bare bones and see what we're gonna do if we're gonna do twice a week. So skybusters yeah. will always sponsor something um but you know this dead air that we're, we're we usually fill the beginning of the pod with um you know we might not be doing the same thing so well, i want to give the people one last taste of nostalgia before maybe some changes come upon us but josh we are here to talk about the hidden Oaks draft the hidden Oaks draft happened on saturday we had a lovely walters join us on the range's rain deck sponsored by mcgolden light uh <laughs> and brian nielsen i guess um but the draft happened it seems like there's always inclement weather on that draft saturday whether it's super windy um or the last two years we've had rain luckily my dad built that deck otherwise we just would have been sitting in a stinky garage probably but um you know just general thoughts on the day we had i think i said walters joined us as our lovely sticker person um you know we had 10 i think it was 10 people there in person only four people virtual one lives nine hours away one was allegedly working as a doctor one had just had a baby so pretty excusable things can't wait for the time we have all 14 people in person. Um, But yeah, I mean, what are your general thoughts from the draft day? Obviously, we'll talk about the picks in a moment here, but just, you know, leading up to the draft, the atmosphere, the people, how how
1: are you doing on draft day itself? Yeah, it was good. I, I was looking forward to it. Um I'm happy I got the spot that I did minimize distractions a little upset I ate my M&Ms before we started the draft cuz it oh, was kind of supposed to be that, that that mid-draft snack to to kind of get me over that hump but I do feel like the sustained energy from the sugars in those crispy crunchy cookie M&Ms uh definitely helped with my uh later rounds and and my uh, well now that I'm looking at my later rounds I don't think I have most of those guys on my team but um, so we've already made yeah. a bunch of moves on the waiver wire have we I think I'm at to seven moves or something like that. What is wrong with you? Oh, stuff. But Honestly. uh yeah, so overall it was great. Thank you Ranch for hosting. Um and thank you um Garlic for letting us uh penetrate your house. Yeah, I mean
0: shout out to Ranch, the best host there is, not even there. That that's how you know you're a good host. You don't you don't even have to show up. You don't even have to host yeah. in the flesh, you know. Also, let me know if I sound worse than normal at times. I'm ho- currently holding my mic. I don't know if I'll hold my mic for this whole time, but uh, there's not, I don't have a desk in Ranger's house, so if anyone in the city's area has a... I'm not looking for like a big hefty desk, but it, almost just like a glorified table. If anyone has a spare desk or a table, a desk height table, let me know. I need something for Ranger's house, because right now I'm sitting on the floor at a coffee table uh, with oh. no, no mic arm or nothing, no desk to support me. So anyway... Uh, do you just want you just want to go down the line here, or do you want to say anything else yeah, about the yeah, draft? Yeah, we can just nah, we can go down the line. All right. Well, Josh, you have a more beautiful voice than I do, and I, I feel the air a lot the way it is. Garrett was the first overall pick, team number one. He has changed his name to the Brave Little Taylor. A little teaser there. What do we think about Garrett's draft? How did people grade him when we got here?
1: Yeah, he drafted JJ Taylor uh, with the first overall, oh, um, fuck. out of New England, who got cut. Uh, no, uh, right. yeah, Jonathan Taylor couldn't go wrong with the first one. Um, Al gave him a B minus grade. The football guys gave him an A minus grade. Um, do you want me to just keep going down the list until?
0: Well, yeah, I guess I didn't know if yeah, you sure. wanted it to yeah. go down. Like, I mean, you are not going to list off every, all 14 players probably for all. Um, no, you know, for all 14 no. teams, but
1: that's why we did the faves and the knaves. But uh, for the, knaves. the pure thing that you had done. Um, You you sent out a text, uh, you know, less than 24 hours ago or just over 24 hours ago, um, about us ranking our draft or our you know our league's draft one through 14 and then averaging them out to give the overall. Uh, Garrett had a respectable 4.5 average. I don't know how many results came in. If it was only two, yikes. Um, If it was three or four, um, not maybe, you know, not too bad. But um, how many? If you want to give me a number.
0: Well, you know, we're not going to get it enough. We're just going to say that that was that 4.5 is respectable. So obviously the lower numbers are better. You want to be ranked higher. Um that was second best among the league. So, you know, we're not going to say how many people did or did not cuz I don't want to, you know, I don't want to ruin the data integrity here. People need to know that everything we're giving out is straight facts, Josh, regardless of the, you know, the end number of the survey. Mr. conducted surveys before. We don't need to know the population of the survey. Just know that, you know,
1: people did submit answers. Plural people. Okay. Yes. Uh, the 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 researcher in me wants to know that number, but the <laughs> uh, the uh, podcast truther in me knows that we did over a thousand simulations on our own time to n- incorporate. So obviously, perfect. Yep. He was the second overall. Uh, my favorite pick that he had made was probably Tyler Boyd in the eighth. Uh, not bad for a wide receiver three on the team. It's a um, high off or a high octane offense. Um and it'll be nice to supplant uh, Marquise Brown, who was my knave uh, pick, uh, because I don't think he's going to do anything. You don't think he's gonna do anything? Like literally nothing? Talk about that. I don't know. Not not a big fan of I don't know. We talked about Marquise Brown as kind of the uh the avoidable guy, uh just after being traded. It's a new offense. Kyler needs to study because he can't read. Um uh, Marquise Brown gets arrested for driving too fast and yeah, so we'll see. Um, you know, he, it looks like he just kind of took the next guy in line because there was four guy or three wide receivers, the four picks before him. Um, but I would have gone with someone like Monroe, St. Brown, or Shad Bateman, Thielen, Robinson, Godwin, any of those guys over him. And they were all taken after Marquise Brown. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess I've, I've been fading Brown as
0: well. I guess I don't know. I, I don't know that I want any one receiving uh, person in arizona but uh, as far as we're going with the yay you did the faves and the knaves i did the yays and the nays uh the yay for uh garrett's team i mean zeke i've been talking up zeke a lot this offseason so far getting him at the beginning see the, the one thing i was really curious about was I, n- I know that quote unquote you know a lot of people in this league don't do research most people didn't even know their draft position uh coming into the draft I had to remind them as we were filling out the stickers on the board so take that with what you will but uh, i thought just i was curious about this in the league of a lot of casual fantasy football players where Zeke would go just because the name recognition is so high um, but people really kind of stick to that cheat sheet so Zeke did end up falling to the third um and I love Zeke in the third especially in 14 person league I think Zeke's being faded too far I think Zeke's going to be great this year um you know, I wanted one of the best three tight ends, but if Zeke would have fallen to me at the 3 oh, 7, I would have, I don't know, I might have just jumped off the deck to not have to decide that. But I really like Zeke for Garrett. And then, Nay, I don't like Madison. Um, obviously, Zimmer's gone. It's not, you know, not a scenario where Dalvin's going to get 28 carries a game, but I don't think Madison's going to be fantasy relevant at all. And you just don't want that clogging up your bench. So I don't like Madison for Garrett. Um,. But yeah, a B- minus from Al, A minus for the football guys. So overall, people are pretty positive on Garrett um, Garrett's team. So if you, unless you have anything else to say, Josh, I will move on to Hammer in the second nope, draft keep position. Going. All right, Hammer still team name Catch Twenty Two, uh, still drafted Christian McCaffrey in the first round this year. Um, you know, he got an A++ from Al. Audio Al, also shout out to him. He's in the audience now. He got a B plus from the football guys, so a little bit of a discrepancy there between, you know, Al and the football guys. Is Al a football guy or is Al just a guy? Is Al a jag? Who knows, but... Um but between the peer rankings here hammer got an 8.5 average ranking which is best for ninth in the league i mean 8.5 didn't sound that bad ninth in the league doesn't sound terrible but it is bottom half of the league so um people are saying your fringe playoff team probably outside looking in as far as yays and nays <laughs> no offense to hammer i know hammer and i were having a little back and forth on draft day and he wasn't even there in person to face me like a man but i didn't there was no one i loved at their at the draft position for hammer like i think christian mccaffrey's fine jerry judy's fine like all of his picks were fine i don't see like any slam dunks can't believe you got that guy at that pick or that round so i don't think hammer's team is bad just knowing that i was like wow i can't believe you got this person there um and then my nay would be miles sanders whoever was going to take miles sanders i think we made the comment during the draft it was nikita last couple years miles sanders has just disappointed everyone who's ever drafted him i hate sanders this year i've hated sanders for years he's just not a fantasy asset you want um, even if it is Hammers' fourth running back, why take him? He has no upside, and he'll just sit on your bench. Um, so that's who I hated. What do you
1: think about Hammers' draft, Josh? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was—I I guess I see the value in St. Brown at, in the fifth round, um, especially in a 14-team league. He was, the, I mean, easily one of the low-20s re- receiver taken, but last year he finished strong Um and and that was still with Goff at quarterback. So um, I think somebody put, there was a stat out there that he had, you know, astronomical numbers for the last few games of the season. So they're hoping that they roll over. If he does pretty good value in the fifth, um, like you, I was not a big fan of the Sanders pick kind of ripped him for that. Nikita ripped him for that, which was funny. Um, I put Dobbins as my knave just because uh, um, coming off the injury, um, he already had two running backs and then you know he knew he wouldn't pick again for 20 some picks and so he just left it without you know a solid wide receiver but you know he did get judy um and then saint brown like i said but you know having a pitman or a um, waddle in there probably would have made his team a little bit more stacked in my opinion all right bring us on to the number three team josh and that third draft
0: position we got for Derek.
1: uh Derek's great cash homie um he was given a B from Al and an A minus from the football guys, so a little bit more, not necessarily discrepancy, pretty close there. But in, among the peer reviews, um, he was given an average of 9.75, which is the 11th spot in a 14-team league. Um, as far as his first pick, he took Eckler um, with a third overall, um, and then as far as my favorite pick, he had I'd, Sutton in the um, fourth round. I thought that that was pretty solid value, especially when it's a uh, going to be a better offense with. Russell Wilson um, hucking the ball up over the mountains um my my, my naive pick was uh Michael Carter um Jet's running back enough said what do you got for us
0: um all right looking at Derek's team the straight cash homie um I really liked the Sutton pick as well I mean I didn't I didn't want to try and do too much overlap with you if I could help it but there wasn't really any other yay picks I liked a lot like I mean I was gonna say Darren Waller in the fifth. Uh, not to not to fade you from taking him in the second last year, but I mean, he was the fifth tight end off the board. I think that's pretty fair and pretty normal. Um, if anything, it just as like an overall draft note. I thought tight ends and quarterbacks would go a lot earlier because they have historically in this league. But I don't know if they were just further down in the overall rankings and people weren't looking at the positional charts this year. They were just looking at the top 300. But um, yeah, overall, I thought tight ends and quarterbacks were pushed down a lot further than they were. I remember them going like first, second round, like definitely a lot of second round action last year that we didn't see this year. Um, yeah anyways back to Derek's team specifically I like the Sutton pick and then as far as my fade picks um I'm going Rashad Penny he is projected to be the starter Ken Walker's coming off COVID but Rashad Penny has just never really worked out he had a handful of games last year I know I don't want to hear about in the chat Al or whoever else Rashad Penny did put together a string of games last year um with Chris Carson absent all year but Rashad Penny's just never been reliable people like that I fade I can't do it so for that reason I faded uh Rashad Penny for Mr. Schultz um and I don't I don't you know I don't I don't don't agree with the hate that you gave Michael Carter um especially for his fourth wide or fourth running back but uh that's just me personally moving on to the other Schultz brother Wilbert um I'm thinking he took Chubb in the second round just so he didn't have to change his team name. He still remains the hot Chubb time machine. Um, and I think, as a personal note, I think I'm going to kick myself for ending up taking Saquon Barkley um, coming back in the second round versus Nick Chubb. We'll find out. But So shout out to Wilbert for getting, I think, a lot of good value in Chubb all the way at you know the fourth to last pick of the fourth round. But... Talking draft grades, Al gave him a B. The football guys also gave him a B. So here, Al and the football guys perfectly in sync, giving Wilbert's draft a B. And I think we've been saying the first round picks every time Wilbert took four, um, Dalvin Cook fourth overall. As far as the peer rankings go, Wilbert got a 2.5 average ranking from all the league members that submitted the survey, and um, that was best. That was the best in the league. Number one overall for Wilbert. So among your peers, Wilbert, at least in this league, you are draft. You are ranked number one. Um, Picks I liked, my yays and nays, I really, I've really i been high on Bateman all year. I know people, I sound like a broken record for the people who talk to me a lot. Not good content for people who listen to me a lot, but I've been high on Bateman. I love the Bateman pick. You know, Hollywood Brown has a lot of hype coming out of that Baltimore offense last year. Not that they have a lot of like great receiving accolades and that super run-first offense, um, but Hollywood Brown and... Um, Mark Andrews were the top two last year Hollywood Brown is gone so that number two receiving option maybe the number one receiving option depending on how like how much you like Mark Andrews Rashad Bateman is going to feast this year and so to get a wide receiver like that in the fifth round I think is absolutely insane value and then George Kittle was my nay pick George Kittle obviously super talented tight end I would hear arguments that George Kittle just looking at talent alone not necessarily production but just talent George Kittle might be the most talented tight end in the league um but I just don't think he's going to produce this year. I think we're going to see a lot of regression from Kittle, unfortunately. Um, and so I do not like Kittle as a tight end in
1: or in uh, fantasy this year. Josh, what do you think about Wilbert's team? I wrote Chubb down. Um, yeah, I was a big fan of that pick. Um, I kind of, you know, I debated on taking him in the, at, at two, three. Um, and, but then I went with somebody else, um, like Chubb's value, um, in at that spot for sure. Definitely up there on that. Um, and so, but my knave uh, for um, Wilbert was a Kadarius Toney, third wide receiver. So, you know, potential flex, but um, not a big fan of, I mean, th- there was rumors that he didn't even show up to camp. He was kind of frustrated, uh, not doing so hot. Um, and, you know, he could have probably taken a flyer on somebody else instead of him. Um, he has a talent if he's healthy and if he actually wants to play, but, um, you know, it's it's just kind of a volatile situation, it sounds like. So not a big fan of that pick. All right, Moving on to up. Jesse in the fifth slot. He took Derek Henry with his uh, the fifth overall pick. Um, as far as my favorite, or uh, sorry, I'm jumping ahead of myself. He's, I need more help, um, which, you know, we, we know that. We've known that for a while. <laughs> um and so Al gave him an A. Um, football guys gave him a B minus. So a little bit more of a discrepancy there. And then amongst the peers, uh, Jesse was an average of 11.5, which is um, a 13th out of 14. Um, so not a lot of us liked his grades. Um, my favorite pick of his, though, was um, going to be Cleo Herbert in the 13th round, the second string or the RB2 in Chicago. Um, not bad value. He did play some last year um, with. Uh, Tariq Cohen getting hurt, he showed that he has the ability to take over the the lead role too when uh, Montgomery was out. So um, I do think that that's a solid pickup for that late. Even if he doesn't play him, it's nice to have that handcuff. Um, My no pick, um, I had Moore. I can't find... Oh, DJ Moore um, with the second round pick. Uh, Kind of a head scratcher when there's guys like Nick Chubb, Mike Evans, Keenan Allen on the board still. Um, Hell, I'd even take Pittman, Zeke, AJ Brown over him. Um, And so... Well, maybe not DJ Brown, but, uh, yeah. So DJ Moore in the second was kind of a head scratcher.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're not going to sit here and like throw a bunch of shade at Jesse. He already got a bunch of flack draft day, but I'm not saying DJ Moore's a bad receiver. He's been a solid receiver year in and year out, but it's just like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm whoring too much on name recognition at this point. Like DJ Moore is definitely an under the radar guy, um, compared to like all these others, but like Mike Evans and Keenan Allen, um, I don't know. I I don't think I could have taken DJ Moore before either of those two. But maybe Jesse knows something that none of us know. Jesse is a champion, a former champion in this league, which is something I cannot say. Um, so my anyways, my G Nay pick was uh, was DJ Moore as well. Um, my Yay pick again. Um, why wouldn't kind of similar to you? I like Raheem Mostert all the way down in the twelfth round. Um, You know, it's obviously a flyer pick. If it doesn't work out in the first four weeks, Jesse's probably going to cut the guy. But, I mean, he follows Mike McDaniel um, from the 49ers to Miami. Raheem Mostert had a lot of success when he was healthy and available on the field for Mike McDaniel in that, uh, I don't want to say rush first offense, but, um, you know, a lot of rushing success of that 49ers crew. And so Raheem Mostert, super high upside super high ceiling and so if that works out that could be a slam dunk pick for jesse and so maybe he's cut by week four or maybe jesse um got a diamond in the rough there so i would like raheem mostert for jesse in the uh, what was that the 12th round so moving on to nikita's team here nikita all right so nikita i love nikita very much the six overall draft pick she takes cooper cup well that's fine and well Nikita has a long history of not picking a team name in this league. She has historically been Team Mitchell, I think, since the beginning. I think she was maybe Team Munker. And then when you guys got married, she switches to Team Mitchell. That might have been her only, you know, um, patent pen or not no, patent pen. No, she name, was the copyright. Dak Knight
1: Rises one year No, <laughs> a little bit. Like two two weeks. Yeah.
0: Either way, let's let's go with the copyright. Uh, I don't want to you know get any copyright claims here, but you know the you know the quote unquote team name update. Nikita hasn't had a lot of them over the years, okay? Um, but she is now this year the Kirk Covids. and so I don't. How do we feel about that team name, Josh? I'm sure you're going to support your wife, but the Kirk Covids, I. I remain unimpressed with that team name. I applaud her for changing her team name. A for effort. Way to not be Team Mitchell. The Kirk Covids, Josh? Let's grade grade her team name
1: before we talk about her team. Um, I do think her team is better than that team name, but I do know that that's just a filler. Uh, She has another one in the hopper that she's going to change it to that is uh, better. Um, So, um, But yeah, I had suggested uh, Pollard Greens, but she said that that was overdone. And, And yeah, Kirk Covids is kind of a stretch on Kirk Cousin. Um, but, uh, it, it, you know, she wanted to point out Kirk's got COVID a lot. Two, two I mean, two times he's tied for you, Josh, you and Kirk on the
0: yeah, to well, Win that race. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are tied on the COVID leaderboard. Anyways, getting into Nikita's team. We've talked a lot there, but Nikita, I do want to recognize you changing your team name. I appreciate you coming on the team name bandwagon with the rest of us, but. I know you know you can do better than the Kurt Covids. Getting into the graph, the draft grades here, Al and the football guys, again, in complete agreement here, they love Nikita's draft. They both gave her an A. Not an A+, but an A. And the peers love Nikita's draft too. Her overall average from anyone who you know sent in the rankings was a 4.5 out of 14, so that's pretty good. And that's best for a third best in the league. So Nikita only behind uh, Willie and Garrett. Um, so shout out to Nikita for having a really good draft pretty much uh, by everyone. The G. Nia, I really love george pickens like um george pickens just seems like he's a guy he's putting a lot of highlights out it seems like whether it's trubisky or pickens or mason rudolph any of the quarterbacks they're going to be throwing to george pickens um it seems like they really have a lot of good chemistry already and it seems like deontay johnson is already getting banged up it seems like it was a minor injury trace claypool is a question mark george pickens has a chance to be a starting wide receiver for Nikita every week and to get him in the 12th round is incredible, so I love George Pickens for Nikita. Um, T, uh pick I hate for Nikita was T. Higgins. Of course, T. Higgins got me to the championship last year. If Jeremy listens to this, he'll say, fuck T. Higgins out loud, just as he hears me say the name. Um, I don't think T. Higgins is a good value in the third round. So no shade to Nikita. I'm sure that's where he was ranked, but I would have much preferred Mike Williams, Deontay Johnson, or Jalen Waddell over T. Higgins in the third. So no shade to Nikita personally, I guess, but I just don't like that pick. I don't like the ADP on Higgins this year so that's
1: how i feel about nikita josh how do you feel about uh nikita's team um i like it i mean that her team is one that you know on the drive home when we're kind of looking through them or reading through them um i do i I did like her team kind of just you know she just played it not safe or she played it safe for the most part and then took the flyers at the end um so I think I had her when I we did the peer thing. I think she was two or three on my list. But, um, you know, I like that Chase Edmonds pick. I, I think Jeremy – somebody said it um, during the draft. Pretty insane value to get a starting running back in the sixth round of a 14-team league. Right. Um, and – and so Chase Edmonds is, you know, he's the projected starter in Miami. I mean, even not, if not, you know, she took Cooper Cup first, or she took Aaron Jones in the second, starting running back there. Um, he has a lot of value in the PPR leagues as well. And then he, she um, followed up that Chase Edmonds with Tony Pollard, who is the other one that I was kind of debating on as far as a favorite pick, because um, there was pretty much a 50-50 split in Dallas last year, and Pollard is the um, better pass catcher um, in that offense. So who knows how that's going to go. Um, I do like the Pickens pick as well. Um, my least favorite pick though, Dernus Johnson, um, a couple different reasons. First, Walter suggested it, um, said that he was a very solid pickup when in reality, <laughs> dernis Johnson is the third running back on that roster. Um, and is only useful if there's an injury or two ahead of him. Uh, he put it together at some pretty good games when Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb were out, but I uh, didn't do a whole lot when they were in. So not, I mean, it's 13th round. So, you know, if that's where you're, nave and your nay pick is, uh that's great. Um but that's not uh but yeah I'm not a big fan of the Durnis Johnson, even though you know she could have her team name be Durnis Hemingway. And uh Yeah. But yeah, overall like their team. Moving on to the Jefferson Starships, we've got Garlic Johnson himself. First overall pick Justin Jefferson. And after that, nobody else. No, um, overall, um, Al gave him a B minus. Uh, football guys gave him a C plus. Um, peer to peer, peer review, he had an 8.25 average, um, which was eighth place. Um, and I believe that's exactly where I put you in our rankings. Um, overall, I liked your Daryl Henderson pick. He has the opportunity to you know, have a solid season for the Rams because they do run multiple running backs. Um, as far as a no pick, my um, Darnell Mooney. um, just because i drafted him a lot last year and he didn't do nothing for me um but then he was also your fourth wide receiver and you took him in the sixth and you didn't have any running backs and um obviously you know you wouldn't take miles sanders but i would think that someone like chase edmonds corral patterson antonio gibson melvin well you took melvin gordon in the next round you know there's some there's still some running backs out there that i probably would have taken over darnell mooney if i had the three right wide receivers you already had um but yeah what do you think of your team?
0: Well, Josh, I know I was saying this a lot during the draft. I fucking hate my team. I don't know, dude. There's just, I'm usually a running back heavy kind of guy. And uh, in terms of like picking my draft position, I probably should have thought about that more. Um, either going early and then getting a really good running back and then like an okay running back or going, like I don't know if I've ever gotten receiver in the first round of this league. So it just really threw me for a fucking loop. Um, but I wasn't ready for it. And so, yeah, I don't know. I was debating on Saquon and Chubb, and then just every round after that, like I was, I was, I came into the draft knowing I wanted a top three tight end. And then so when Andrews and Kelsey went um, in round one and two to the Canup, uh, uh men, um, I was like, all right, we got to pray for Pitts in the third because I wasn't going to take Pitts in the second. I got him. But after that, just every draft pick, when it was my turn, it was like, I did not like the value uh, of the running backs there compared to the comparable wide receivers or whatever other position was on the board. So, I ended up kind of going... I didn't obviously didn't go zero RB if it takes a corner in the second, but I just kept avoiding running backs because I just didn't like the value compared to the other people available. And it kind of... I probably shot myself in the foot in the end. Should have reached on at least one other running back. But uh, my favorite pick was Pitts. I think Pitts is going to be a great tight end this year. Um, I don't care if Marcus Mariota is the starting quarterback. Pitts is going to be probably the number one target in that offense. And so even if it's a bad team, we've seen people on bad teams have plenty of fantasy success. Pitts will be one of those this year. He was what? The tight end top five tight end last year with only one touchdown he'll definitely have more than one touchdown this year um just based on what statistics should be so Uh, my least favorite pick was probably elijah moore again talking about reaching on um a running back at some point i probably should have taken a running back there or a quarterback there or i don't know it just seems like that fifth wide receiver probably is not something i should have done um i don't know I, i'm not a fan of my team maybe i'll have more success maybe i'm just being too melancholy on my own team but i really wanted. i came to this draft really wanting Kirk cousins after getting jefferson i wanted the jefferson Cousins stack nikita sniped me there nikita sniped me with tony pollard um yeah i don't know i don't like my team to be honest so we'll see if i make the playoffs but uh yeah i don't know I'll, I'll just move on, Josh. I've, I've been rambling a lot here. Moving on to Eric's team. He was the eighth well, world-
1: in the just, just I have one thing to add here, and, oh, and the reason uh, Nikita's COVID name is a little bit of a stretch and everything is because she – panic put it, because she knew you wanted Kirk Cousins, and she knew the podcast was today, so she did that just for you, buddy.
0: Just a nice little extra flame. Well, Nikita, I love you, too. Uh, moving on to Eric here. I need to be a little more succinct with my thoughts. Eric was the eighth overall uh, position he took to Jamar Chase, so we had five running backs go, and then three receivers go, the top three go. Uh, so Jamar Chase was Eric's eighth overall pick. He is the team name, though, running up that hill. Uh, not the worst team name. I appreciate him putting in the effort, um, you know, running up that hill. Probably could be better. Um Go Joe Burrow was a pretty good one last year. I gotta gotta give Eric a lot of credit for his teaming last year, but um, talking about grades here. Al gave Eric a C plus, but the football guys gave him an A. So big discrepancy here between the Al and the football guys. As far as the peer rankings go, he got a 4.75 average rank from his peers, um, which was best for fourth overall in the league. As far as my yays and nays, I love the Chris Godwin pick. I think Chris Godwin in the fifth round is good value. He's a little bit banged up, but he's going to be a stud receiver when he's in there. So I think you know sweet value for Eric there. And then my nay pick, um, Jacoby Myers. That New England offense looks to be absolute garbage so I mean again like you said earlier about Nikita if my nay pick is all the way down here and what is this the 10th round yeah I mean good for Eric having my least favorite player of his in the 10th round but I think Jacoby Myers uh just pretty low upside compared to some other people he could have got there so that's what I think about Eric what do you think Josh
1: um. Yeah, I, I liked his Hill pick at the second, so he went receiver receiver. Um, and some people would probably you know, um, gasp at that, but um, it's PPR league. Tyreek Hill is fast. He showed off in that last preseason game. He still got it even with Tua. Um, you know he's been talking Tua up, but you know he was the seventh wide receiver, eighth wide receiver off the board. Um, got him in, you know, two in the middle of the second round. Um, not a bad deal. Um, so he's going to get his, you know, he's got to stay healthy and, um, but yeah, he's, I do like his team. Um, my least favorite pick was Ken Walker. Um, he's coming off hernia surgery. He's a rookie. Uh, Seattle is trash. Um, and so I think that there were, um, other other individuals that have taken over ken walker um you know if this were a dynasty league you know that wouldn't be too bad of a pick um you know probably could should have gotten number two overall if it was a dynasty league um but uh uh yeah so but he's you know he got taken in the ninth so it's not like he's gonna uh crack the starting lineup a whole lot um if at all but uh yeah those are the those are my two faves and knaves uh moving on to uh jeremy uh mr you can do that um, himself um he took naji harris with the ninth overall pick in this draft uh al gave him a b plus the football guys gave him a b minus for swerve and Irvin. um by his peers he was ranked um, an average of 9.75 which was good for the 12th slot um my favorite pick of his was the colts defense you know sixth seventh defense off the board um but my nave was probably the rest of his team um so, you know, you would look you look at a team and, okay, Deontay Johnson in the third isn't too bad with the number of wide receivers off, but then he took Chase Claypool in the eighth. It's like, okay. Um, he took Irv Smith in the sixth, which we just absolutely belittled him for. Um, but then Damian Harris, he even he's like, I shouldn't have taken him. He's a fumble machine. Locked it in anyways. Uh, Jarvis Landry, I'm not a big <laughs> fan of, especially, um, you know, he's, yeah, not a big fan there. Amari Cooper, not a big fan. Um yeah, I don't know. It it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be tough sledding. But we said that last year about Brian's team, and look what happened. So he does have some guys that are probably gonna carry him each, um, some weeks, though.
0: Yeah, I definitely don't have the same hate for Jeremy's team that you have. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't know. What, I don't know if you thought. I, I don't. No one knows what was going through Jeremy's well, head my, when he took. Mine isn't necessarily.
1: Mine's not necessarily hate so much as it is kind of like yours with Hammer. You know, I, I don't think that he, as far as his, like, good picks, um, you know, I think that some of the players are, you know, taking respectable places. But um, as far as just kind of the, you know, the Irv Smith and the sixth kind of put a nasty taste in my mouth for the rest of that draft. <laughs> sure.
0: Uh, and, yeah, again, he, I th- whatever, it seemed to be in his mind that he had to draft his starting lineup first. I'm going two running backs, two wide receivers, a quarterback and then a tight end. I don't he he forgot about the bench for some reason. I don't know what was going on in Jeremy's head, but he was he was not with it fully. Um anyways, but I did I don't, you know, I li- I did like a pick. I thought Kenny Gainwell, um, you know, for all the as all the hate I give to Miles Sanders, obviously that means someone has to have some running success um in Philadelphia, and obviously Jalen Hurts runs, runs a lot, but I think Kenny Gainwell can be a big beneficiary of that. So Kenny Gainwell in the 10th round, I love that for Jeremy. Uh and then I know I kind of um uh, threw some shade on chase claypool earlier i mean as the third wide receiver who knows how often he'll come on that starting lineup other than bye weeks so i don't know chase claypool just seems like a guy who's just not going to succeed the way he should like a lot of talent just seems like he's not going to put it together for some reason so that's what i think about jeremy's team
1: he's not going to go in on a bye week because all three of his wide receivers top three wide receivers have a nine well, that's, a, week.
0: that's a bold move, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy, if you want to trade me one of your good running backs, I'll trade you one of my good wide receivers. And then that was another reason I kind of went wide receiver heavy. I was like hoping not a lot of trades happen in redraft, but maybe, maybe I can trade one of my receivers for someone if they all work out. Anyways, moving on to brad here brad was in the 10th draft spot out of 14 he took alvin kamara first overall uh josh you're probably disappointed he didn't do some sort of duck joke with his team name but he did go with waddle they do next uh, as his team name um as far as draft grades go al gave him a c plus and the football guys gave brad a b as far as peer rankings go his average rank of the peers was 6.5 which is best for six overall good for you brad yays and nays picks here um i think alvin kamara 10th overall is pretty good uh obviously if he doesn't get suspended but uh my real yay was naeem himes again it seems like you want to talk about running backs who like eat up ppr points that should be naeem himes times a million um they released philip Lindsay. i don't know who would be the second like probably one to two um you know one and one and two down back is what i'm trying to say probably better way to say that but first early down back um over you know behind jonathan taylor but benign himes big third down back big ppr guy so great for brad there to pick him up in the eighth round and then as far as hate goes i mean brad took kelsey in the second round he doesn't higby's a trash tight end maybe brad just really wanted a backup tight end i don't know um but kelsey I mean, if Kelsey gets hurt, Brad's tight end position is going to be fucked anyways. I don't think he needs to roster or bench a second tight end, so um, I'm not I'm not normally one to hate on two tight ends. Like, if you wait on tight end, throw a couple darts, hope one sticks, but with taking Kelsey, Brad did not need to take Higby there in the, even if it is the, what is that, the 12th round? I don't care. Brad could have tried to take some other high upside guy, so I hate Higby just from football strategy, and he's also a bad fantasy player, so what do you think about Brad's team, Josh?
1: Yeah, I like it. Um, i As far as my favorite pick of his, um, I thought, you know, he did solid. Elvin Kamara was kind of a a risky pick just because of that suspension that might come. Um, Although it sounds like it might not be until next year now. Um, But my favorite pick of his was DJ Chark in the 10th. Um, people forget that he was a top 15 wide receiver before he got hurt and that was in Jacksonville Um, sure he's going to to Goff land but uh, he's a big body guy um, and you know if they do throw the ball spread it around Amon Ross St. Brown isn't going to catch it all uh, and so DJ Chark should get his um, and so who knows um, So I did like that pick. Um, my least favorite, my knave, uh, probably Mahomes in the fourth. So we mentioned quarterbacks lasting a while. So it's probably about where his ADP is, but we've already kind of discussed that uh, Mahomes is without Hill. We'll see how he does there. Um, but he does have the Mahomes-Kelsey stack, I realize now. So who knows um, how, um, if you know if they're still on the same page and that'll work out great. Um, if people are going to start targeting Kelsey a little bit more frequently and Kelsey's age starts to show, then I uh, could be in for a rough time with those two. Moving on to the 2021 Hidden Oaks champion, uh, we've got Skybusters, a.k.a. Brian, um, a very unique draft strategy to get the number one tight end off the board and the number one quarterback off the board in the first two rounds with Mark Andrews and Josh Allen. Um, Al gave him a C, and football guys gave him a C plus. but as we know, last year, those grades don't matter. Um, as far as the peers go, uh, he averaged 9.25, which was 10th in the overall rankings, Uh, My favorite pick of his was somebody that I swore at him about because uh, I was going to take him at the very next pick, and that was Damian Pierce, um, who has apparently played good enough to get Marlon Mack cut, Um, but Damian Pierce is the starting running back there. He got him in the seventh round. Not a bad value there. Uh, My least favorite pick for him, though, is Juju as his number one wide receiver. Um, I don't think Juju is the number one wide receiver on that team, even, Um, and yeah i don't know um he's got i mean i
0: think he is who who's the number one receiver uh, in the i suppose
1: mark is scantling come on now right. uh, but then alan lazard um in the sixth as well so i, I his wide receiver situation is going to be a little bit uh sketchy because i don't even did kenny Galladay even make the team i, don't, I guess I, that was the 11th round so it doesn't matter so Gar, what do you what do you think about brian's team
0: yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we say it last year. I think Brian got a lot of shade last year. Shout out to Wal- Walters. Asked me to bring this up or not asked me to bring it up. But Walters was curious about himself. So shout out to Walters who has now come into the audience here. Um, Walters gave Brian the absolute bottom draft grade last year. And that's why I think Walters did not contribute draft grades this year. He said he didn't want to uh, be that wrong. I think was something he said. I don't know. Maybe I'm misquoting Walters. I don't want to don't want to put out misinformation. But yeah, it seems like every year people fade Brian and every year Brian makes the playoff. So he seems to know something. Something we don't know, or maybe he just maybe he sticks so true to the rankings that, um, you know he just ends up being right more than um us other people who just kind of shade people for people outs or for things outside of football. But um, yeah, I mean I don't know as far as Brian's team. I love the Olave pick. I think Chris Olave is go. Or, yeah, Chris Olave is going to be a pretty good receiver. I really like the Saints this year. Uh, I think Michael Thomas is going to eat. They don't have a good tight end any, uh, these days, so. You know, Chris Olave is going to be next in line to eat after Thomas. So I really love the Chris Olave pick for Brian. Um, probably would have taken him myself had I not gone so, so wide receiver heavy early on. Uh, I hate the Kenny Galladay pick. I don't care if it's the um, whatever, 10th, 11th round. Kenny Galladay has proven himself to be absolute garbage. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't know what else Brian does with that pick. Again, if I'm hating on your 11th round pick, 10th round pick, whatever it is, you're probably doing fine, but I hate Kenny Galladay, and so if I have to pick a least favorite Brian, for me, it's Kenny Galladay. Um, but that's all I got for the Bri guy. He is the rating defending champ, and I think he's made the playoffs every year so far, so I don't know. He's, if he's a top seven team this year, we'll see him again in the playoffs, Josh. So uh, If you don't got anything else to say, we'll move on to your team, Mr.
1: Uh, Mr. Squash. Yeah.
0: All right, 12th overall pick, Josh. I feel like you uh, get Devontae Adams a lot this le- in this league. and uh, Fourth
1: straight year, I think. <laughs> I was say this
0: year is no different. Devontae Adams falls all the way to 12. So what does that tell you about... Um you know, his move to Oak or not Oakland, Las Vegas, excuse me. Um, but yeah, Josh, me a bunch of nerds have drafted in front of me. Don't know garbage. Um, you know, I, pr- I appreciate this team name, Josh. I was going to hate on it, but then I remember a team name of mine from, I mean, it was like five years ago. I've definitely changed my outlook on things, but what a former team name of mine was God hates Jags. And so the pack lives matter team name, I can't, I can't hate on it for being controversial, but you're to- you're towing a, a, towing a societal line there. A little controversy with the pack lives Matter, but I do. I do love how top. Why
1: pack lives don't matter,
0: Josh? Don't let's not start, okay. Um, moving on though to your grades josh you got an a plus from al so i don't know obviously i give uh, when i send out the draft board for other people to grade um i don't associate names to the team so probably if i were al i would have tanked you but al gave you an a plus um when he didn't know it was you it was all anonymous and then you got a b from the football guys from your peers josh you got a 6.75 average rank um and then uh, that's best for seventh overall in the league so just just that last playoff spot for you Uh, my favorite pick of yours was michael thomas again that was probably a guy I was eyeing up, um, but I went pretty wide receiver heavy, so I, you know there's only so many wide receivers I can take. But I love that Michael Thomas pick for you. I think he's going to be a fantasy star yet again. Um, and nay, Josh, I know you're not going to like this one. You're going to say I'm just hating him to the Packer. That's not it. It would be similar to your Keelan Cole or your Josh Gordon. um the, the Dubs hype has gotten out of control. I'd say it's similar to the Damian Pierce hype. Um, You know, I don't care where he's on the depth chart. I don't care what's going on. I don't think Dubs is going to be in your starting lineup very often. I don't think he's going to turn out to be anything special in fantasy. So nothing against him as a person. Obviously, he's putting highlights out there. People are talking highly of him. I don't think Romeo Dubs will be in your fantasy starting lineup very often. I know it's your 11th round pick, um, but I think you're going to cut him before you ever put him in your lineup. So that's why I won't like it. There you go
1: well i can't cut him because pack lives matter um and but i do see what you're saying he was my fifth wide receiver <clears throat> but technically fourth for the first six weeks because i got deandre in there in the eighth round um and he's suspended for a little bit um but yeah overall um were you done dissing my team yeah, yeah sure okay <laughs> uh, you're talking about my team um overall i actually was okay with my draft um as per usual, I usually go wide receiver, wide receiver. Last year, I went running back tight end, which kind of explains my woes. Um, So um, yeah, Travis Etienne is my first running back. Maybe not the the most bright spot on my roster, but um, I do like my middle value. My favorite pick was Ramondre Stevenson, just because um, I did get him in the seventh round and he has an opportunity to be a solid running back there in new england he's shown uh bill billy b that he can hang on to the ball which is something that damian harris cannot do apparently um so there's there's that um potential he could be a three down back for them which i'd like a lot um my least favorite pick um isaiah spiller who's no longer on a team um is kind of what i had written down but you know if i were to go back and kind of look at it again um Brian Robinson, but I couldn't predict that he was going to get shot the very next day. Um, but is he a and, still on the a, team?
0: Isn't he? It's just they signed Sonny
1: Michelle, or do you cut him
0: from your fantasy team? I, I cut him from my fantasy
1: team okay. and Greg Joseph, but uh, but yeah, um, you know, I'm not a big fan of the Mike or Robert Tunyon because both of them are very evenly ranked. Probably should have just stuck with one and drafted a defense or something. For sure. All right. Uh,
0: well, yeah, if that's all your thoughts on moving your team, on, we weren't as doom as gloom as I. So, yeah, move us on to T here, pal.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, hey, you mentioned to uh, Jeremy or some somebody about trading running backs uh, for wide receivers. You know, I've got uh, Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins that are kind of sitting there like, hey, you know what? I'd like to try out some new scenery. Um, but uh, moving on to T's team, he took Stefan Diggs with the 13th overall pick um and you know that's um that's not bad he got an a plus from al uh football guys gave him an a minus uh, the peers gave him an average 6 which was good for the fifth slot uh, my favorite pick was probably Zamir White um Kenyon Drake got cut uh, shortly after our draft or the day after our draft um and Z- and i think Zamir White is now kind of that second rb um Josh Jacobs is I mean, he's reliable, but he doesn't have much flashes, kind of how I feel about him. So, he, uh, White, might get a chance to actually play a lot more than people think. Uh, my uh, least I mean, favorite pick like was DK. Eat up touches. Sorry, pal. Didn't want to interrupt. What oh, I, I forgot. To. Forgot he was in Las Vegas, too. But, um, uh, Metcalf in the fourth, not a big fan of that. Uh, just. Um, I mean, Brandon Cooks, Terry McLaurin, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Amon Ross, St. Brown. I'd probably have over DK at this point just because of who's throwing the ball to him. Um, That offensive line is garbage. And yeah, I've been fading Seattle since uh, we started podcasting again. Um, But at that point in time, he knew he wasn't going to get to pick for a while, and he wanted to go with that high upside target, I'm guessing. Um, But yeah, so that was T's team. Gar, what do you have? Uh, I love the Renfro pick, Um, another wide receiver
0: I was definitely targeting. I think I had him circled, and I was like, all right, if he falls to me, I'm definitely taking Renfro with my next pick he ended up taking him i was like son of a bitch um but love love renfro for t i think that's a great ppr pick um i think there's gonna be plenty to eat even with devonta adams and darren waller in theory ahead of him in the pecking order renfro's still gonna eat his chemistry with Carr is just impeccable so i think renfro was still gonna be a good fancy asset to hold in fantasy leagues this year so love that for t in the sixth um uh hate the more pick sky Moore, i don't think is gonna do anything this year it seems like i don't know there's just maybe sky Moore emerges um in kansas city i don't think he will so um i don't have a lot more to say than just i I hate the sky Moore pick There probably could have been another higher upside guy available there to t but yeah i don't know i don't have a lot of thoughts on t's team i think joe mixon um, stefan diggs and joe mixon is a really really good um two picks that are at the end of the second or end of the first beginning of the second round so i think t should be solidly carried by them
1: yeah i had thought that I I would get Devontae in the first, and then have an opportunity to get Joe Mixon or DeAndre Swift after T and Jamie both went Diggs and Debo. I was like, oh, Jamie's going to take Mahomes, and then I'm going to have Joe Mixon or DeAndre Swift. Nope. Spoiler alert to the next picks.
0: Alright, well yeah, speaking of uh, we're on to our last team here Um, Jamie, 14th overall pick end of the first round, she gets that that double tap and then sits for a while Uh, Debo Samuel was her first overall pick and then DeAndre Swift right after that Um, overall she had matching grades from both Al and the football guys, both gave Jamie a B B+, which is better than what her in-league peers thought of her. Josh she had a 12.5 overall average rank from the Peer rankings, uh, which was only good for last in the league, wasn't good for anything. Um, so everyone fading. Jamie. Uh, Jamie tends to surprise people. Um, so I think you know the only year I think Jamie's done really really poorly is when I think Laura drafted her team. So Jamie usually surprises people. Jamie's usually in the playoffs. So I like Jamie. Uh, I like her team. I don't know that that's a fair ranking, but um, that's that's what her in league peers thought of her. My yays and nays for Jamie's team. James Robinson uh, with all the hate we're given. Travis tn i mean someone else has got to eat up touches eat up fantasy points in that jaguars uh backfield i think james robinson and what is this the beginning of the eighth round yeah beginning of the eighth round i think that's great value um certainly if he would have made it if james robinson would have made it back to me um in the eighth round i would have definitely taken him over elijah moore um but unfortunately he did not and for jamie i've just been fading gabe davis all all off season um I just don't believe in Gabe Davis. There's, you know, there's a lot of hype. I'd argue he's probably the most controversial player in fantasy this year, um just for all the for how polarizing he is. I'm fading Gabe Davis and for that, I will have to fade Gabe Davis for Jamie. Um and that's just how I feel. How do you feel about Jamie's team, Josh?
1: Um yeah, I mean I was one of the ones that ranked her near the bottom of the the pecking order. Sorry, Jamie, love you. Um, oh, I did like Mike Williams pick in the third. Uh, Mike Williams um, in the third at that turn there. Uh, not a bad pick considering that's a high powered offense, um, and he's he balled out last year for him. So that's you know decent for a wide receiver too. Um, my my least favorite picks were kind of just kind of the strategies that she had going. I know she's a doctor and she was doing doctoring things, but she took two quarterbacks in the first nine rounds. She has two tight ends and two kickers. Um, we only get five <laughs> bench spots, and three of them are taken by backups that won't ever see the starting lineup. Um, so those are kind of my big things. My biggest gripe, though, was she took Tyler Bass in the last uh, round, which is her second kicker, and that's who <laughs> I was going to take. So I was forced to take Greg Joseph, who's no longer on my team. Um but, I mean, overall, I do like that James Robinson pick. Um, I do think that even though he's coming off that Achilles, he's going to have opportunities near the goal line. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I do like the DeAndre Swift as well for her starting running back because he was a solid running back before he got hurt last year. Um, but, yeah, overall, you know, that's that's the draft. Guard, anything stick out to you after we went through all the teams, anything that you wanted to touch the base on, go over?
0: No, I mean, I, I've talked about it before, it's just, I was just surprised, like, like uh, Brian took Josh Allen in the second round, which I think is fine, like, I would have definitely considered Josh Allen in the second had he made it back to the 2-8, um, where I was picking, but... I just thought quarterbacks would go a lot earlier than they did. Josh Allen in the second and then not another quarterback until you took Herbert in the fourth. So I was just surprised by that. Um, and then we didn't touch on, I know we went team names for everyone else. So we didn't talk about T or Jamie's team names because they haven't updated them. Um, T is still that's hilarious and Jamie's still Obi-Wan Mahomie. Jamie almost always puts out a fire team name. So Jamie, I know you're capable of more. Jesse, if you hear this, shame your sister into picking a better team name or Hammer if you listen back or Jamie if you listen back. Um, let's Let's get Jamie to get a, she's capable, of a, uh, a good team name, so let's. I want to see it. Um, but other than that, no, I think it was. Uh, I think it was a good draft. I think I'm going to be disappointed in my team. If anyone is ever desperate for a wide receiver, please trade me a running back or Nikita. Please trade me Kirk Cousins. All right, um, that's all I got uh, as far as the draft. She'll give you Kirk stuff. Cousins
1: for Justin Jefferson.
0: <laughs> I'm sure she would. Um, she does have. She does have the Thielen Cousins stack, but I mean with Lamar Jackson, she's never going to pay Cousins. I know she's a low transaction player, but. Come on, Nikita. We can work something
1: out. that yeah, like Kirk Cousins. I've I've made more transactions this year already than she made the entire last season. Josh, you're a fucking animal, though. That's why.
0: Um, but that's all we got for the My goal is for grades. triple
1: digits. We want to end this in under
0: an hour. We've just got a couple minutes to spare still. Um, Josh, triple digit transactions. That would be fucking insane. Um, but I do want to shout out. Um, I, I'm not going to send out any links to any people, but Bradley is. Uh, I should say Bradley. I'm helping run it. But we're doing a guillotine league this year. Al's in it. Um, I know Brian's not in it. Jesse's in it. Josh is in it. Uh, walters i think bradley invited you probably said you're out which is fine but to other people who will listen um, we're starting up a guillotine league so if you're interested reach out to brad or i um, you know we're trying to not over invite so then you have people who are excluded so we're trying to be sent out the invites as spots become available but um, you know please if you're interested in the guillotine league it's going to be a pseudo pod play along like this is brad's dream so i definitely want brad's branding all over it but you know it's going to be a pseudo pod play along i got erics in there so erics can participate we're still doing the dfs hood pod play along as well um, we probably won't have a lot of entrance because I know people are gonna be saturated with fantasy football stuff to do Um, but I think there's five people signed up for the DFS thing I'm one of them pretty sure Brian's in there Um, you know so if you want to come play along again we're gonna do the top 10 scores I know two years ago we did you know the full season long last year we just did the top five scores to always keep it just a little bit fresh this year for the FanDuel DFS contest the hood pod play along we're gonna do the top 10 scores and so there's 18 you know regular season. In weeks, so you have 18 chances to get 10 really good scores, and so it makes it, um, you know you can't just get lucky a couple times i guess what it comes I'll down join to. week eight <laughs> yeah uh but so if you're interested in the guillotine League reach out to brad or i um the link for the dfs thing is already in the is already in the discord that's only 10 bucks i know elena played last year jesse so if elena wants to play again i think she was in the top three at least for a while i don't remember if she actually ended up winning money but i know elena was up there for a while at least so if you want to play that it's just 10 bucks venmo me and join the fan duel uh, link in the discord in the announcements channel josh do you have anything Anything
1: else for the folks? Uh yeah, just want to put a um I don't know what they're officially called, but put out a hit, not a hit, but put out a warning <laughs> for those um Antonio Gibson owners out there. Um probably specifically in dynasty leagues, but Brian Robinson, um, who was unfortunately shot Sunday um twice, once in the glute and once in the knee. Um sounds like he's gonna make a recovery and play again. So it sucks for those of you who actually contributed to that uh, GoFundMe for him to get shot by those kids. Um, what's wrong with you did you not he was announced the starter an hour later he gets shot twice come on now antonio gibson had to go fund me asked for his followers to just do it so um but no i know i know it sucks that that happened to him um but if uh, he was back in the building yesterday i believe and he brought oreos for the running back room because it was his turn to bring treats so he's kind of funny video if you haven't seen it go watch it
0: uh, all right, next week we'll be back again. Is, is Wednesday still work for you next week, Josh?
1: Indubitably.
0: All right, Wednesday is there going to be our big fantasy preview? we will be just one day away from fantasy, and then uh, then we'll be right back into our regular season. But next week is our big fantasy preview. We'll be doing our year-long studs and duds, a bunch of fantasy predictions. Um, we do have a hot takes channel now in the chat, so if you'd like to throw some fantasy hot takes out there for next week, um, we would love to go over those. I'm going to try and keep the channels to a minimum this year, um, like the tech, the different chat channels, because I think last year, even with we tried to keep it down, but I just thought it was too. Many. Any. So we'll keep memes, we'll keep the general chat. Um, We'll keep the headnote specific one for the side bets and stuff, but otherwise, I'm going to try and keep it as few channels as possible. So, um, we love all the people who contribute. Think there's five people in the audience right now. That's awesome. Um, We love people who listen live, and we love the people who listen back later. So, thanks for continuing to support us. Um, We will give you more information once we have it on what the two pods a week is going to look like. Probably one Tuesday, Wednesday, and then one, you know, Friday, Saturday, something like that. A, A preview and then a review. So. Thank you, everyone, for listening so much. We appreciate you. We love you. And uh, it's going to be a great football season. Get your fantasy football um, predictions in the Hot Takes chat or in the general chat, and we'll go over those next week. Goodbye, everybody. Love you. Go
1: Packers. Yeah. (laughs)
0: walters what up hello how are you doing good i'm gonna stop recording my podcast now but we can chat if you like <laughs> yeah sure what are you just was the, the hand raised just again a flame? you have no interest in chatting
1: no i was actually hoping to ask josh if he was upset that an nfl quarterback went on uh uh, Joe Rogan's podcast.